changing it up this week. Now, that is that. Uh, what what album is that one? Uh, I believe that is Undertoes. Ooh, such a good album. I know. I've actually been listening to it a lot lately. So instrumental in my development as a human being. Right. Yeah, that was back when uh, we were just the little peeps. You know what's weird about Tool is I don't know any of the names of their songs or their albums or nothing. <laughs> For their really? lyrics. <laughs> I don't know any of their lyrics, name songs, or albums, but I know all their songs. Isn't that weird? That's funny. It's I'll be honest, dude. I being, you know, having a background as like a singer in bands and stuff, Tool is a band that I like don't always understand what Maynard's saying. I'm right. like, what what does he say? And I'll like Google it and I'm like, what? I thought he was saying like flim dang tiggy tang or you know just like <laughs> that's what I was singing. <laughs> I know, I know, and and I don't know what barely what I know what they look like. Oh right, yeah, I hear that. So I don't oh. know what they look like. I don't know what they're saying. I don't know what their albums are called or their or their songs. But <laughs> but I love their I love the band and I love all their music. That's weird, right? I love all their music like the first four albums. That's a, that's about where I I drop off, but yeah, but I hear you. I celebrate it all, but because I mean I'm I'm too far to like be nitpicky at this point. Well, but you'll nitpick Star Wars. You've yeah. been in that for how long? You know. Well, I mean, because <laughs> we gotta you know talk about it, right? Um, and yeah, so in case you're tuning in and you're like, wait, that wasn't the Clone Army Radio intro. Let me bring it in like I usually do. What is up, Clone Army? Welcome back to the best accidental Star Wars podcast this side of the galaxy. We're just simple clones making our way. Are you ready? You ready for it? Uh, yeah. All right. Like our father before us. Head down. <laughs> so yeah, just so you just so you know, there used to be a bunch of a holes that lived in the side of the building here, but we systematically removed them. <laughs> like you wouldn't kind of termite a roach. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I totally want to play that one now. I know. Uh, that was a good one. What was right, the name so, of that album? That album was what? I forgot that one. Opiate. Opiate, yes. Yes. Uh, it's such a good one. So good. All right. So if you're used to hearing us, I'm John. He's Lido. And we usually have a, a third member, Charlie, with us. But Charlie right. is unavailable this week. Um, so, Charlie, if you're listening, what up? We miss you. What is uh, up, Charlie? We miss you. Um, speedy return, and uh, can't wait to chit-chat about the Star Wars again when it's time. Yes. Um, we've got a couple of listeners that asked us some things. We've got some uh, rankings of Star Wars that Leto wanted to touch on, and we also were talking about Darth Bane a little bit recently, so we kind of wanted to just had a little smorgasbord of uh, Star Wars for y'all this week. Um, I think, did I touch on everything I said I was? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. So we're going to start out with, uh, well, you tell everybody, Lito. Well, okay, yeah. Um, can we get the Spotify unshared? No. Thank you. No. It's, just, it's weird not you know, seeing your, all your toys. You know, Charlie's off this week, and, and you're bossing me around. What is this? 
I'm out of here. I quit. <laughs> Pinehorn Finkel. Is it gone? Is it good? You good? Yes, I can see the Star Wars now. Now I'm inspired. Oh, yes. the stuff behind me. Yeah. Oh, dude, did you see? Can you see the X-wing hanging up on the ceiling? Oh, I see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's from uh, Rogue One. Ah. Uh, um, oh my God! Now I'm not gonna think of his name. What's that guy's name with the mustache, dude? I don't know. Ah, you're killing me. Um, hang on, I gotta look it up because I'm brain farting. Mustache dude, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Mustache. <laughs> That's what I'm typing. <laughs> X-wing. It's uh. Blander, uh, Blander. Commander Blander. Merrick. General Merrick. Antok Merrick. General. He's a general. I don't remember that. But yeah, it's Antok oh, Merrick. Dude, I can't even picture that guy. Hold on. Yeah, look him up. Merrick. He's he's got like Burt Reynolds quality mustache. You gotta. Yeah. To go along with like the 70s kind of like look of the characters. Right. Of course. He's got the big style look and, you know, uh, Porkins. Porkins had a mustache, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I can see him right there. Porkins. There was something about Porkins. Oh, yeah. Somebody was like, you know, Porkins. Um, Porkins beans? R.I.P. Porkins or something like that? I don't know. And I was Pork- like... You didn't, you didn't like my joke? Pork and beans? No. That's low-hanging fruit. Uh, come on, man. Okay, yeah, I remember that guy, kind of. All right. I got to get All right. this out of the screen. All right, tell us what's up, dude. So, yeah, no, I was just like on my news feed, this thing, this, uh, ep- uh, this article from Wired Magazine, which I think is a pretty, you know, reputable, you know, magazine that's why i kind of like clicked on it I'm like oh why tv show on hbo no 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 i think it's more like you know stuff about technology and pork and know, beans sci-fi stuff so this guy jason key k-e-h-e key maybe jack uh article june 13th 2022 the first and last time we ranked the star wars movies all ranked lists are lazy, lousy, and lacking, except this one. Because it's theirs? Well, yeah. Plus, I mean, they go on to explain a bunch of stuff, but they do something kind of interesting in this one. So they, they, uh, I think they searched through Google search results, right? So they actually did a little research. Not It wasn't just like them creating the list oh, out okay. of thin air. Like they actually used... Um, you know, analytics, I guess, in a way, because just the search results. Um, I'll just read this, this first paragraph because it knocks it all out of the park, okay? If you don't mind. All right. Yeah. All right. This is for the roughly uh, 32,300,000 – oh, 32,300,000 time if you trust Google search results, a ranking of the Star Wars movies, meaning it's a list. But it's a list that hates the idea of lists, so it won't take – the form of one. It also won't make you scroll down for the complete ranking. Here it is from Best to Worst, Revenge of the Sith, A New Hope, Attack of the Clones, Empire, Last Jedi, Phantom Menace, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, Rise of the Skywalker. That's hmm. it. That's how they do it. But they didn't have Rogue One or Solo in there. No, no. I think they're just talking just, about Skywalker. Saga. Yeah, the SAG. Can you read that one more time a little slower? Oh, sure. So it's uh, from best 
to worst. And that's why I brought it up to you because I thought it was interesting. Because it's my favorite movie. Revenge of the Sith is yeah. ranked best. Then A New Hope. Then Attack of the Clones, which is... Oh, wow. Yeah, that didn't yeah. even register. Yeah, which is third best. Holy shit. And then Empire. Then Empire. Hmm. Um, then The Last Jedi. Then Phantom Menace. Then Return of the Jedi, which is one of the originals. It's in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Then Force Awakens, and then Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Um, you know, Return of the Jedi, I think, got some flack back in the day. I mean, I was, uh-huh. you know, I wasn't really aware of any of that at that point in my tiny life. Uh, but I think people weren't thrilled with, like, the Ewoks and stuff. It might have been, like, an Ewoks, like, equal to Jar Jar situation. Sure. Um, so, I mean, I personally don't agree with it being that low, as well as the Phantom Menace, but I like how different that one is. It's a different like, list, right? Like, putting Attack of the Clones that high up is impressive, like, most impressive. Um, but I will take Revenge of the Sith as the best because I freaking love it. It is a pretty good movie. <laughs> it, um, yeah. Since I've rewatched it and, like, thinking about all the stuff that happens in it and, you know, all the Clone Wars prequel stuff to it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's, it is really good. Like, I've said that when we kind of like, we had an episode about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, I don't know if I want to use the word love, but your liking and interest in the prequels, I think is something that has really changed since we did our very first episode to now. Like, I don't, I don't think you ever hated them. You just weren't all that into them. And it seems like you're really digging them nowadays. Yeah. It's weird. Like if you go back to the earlier episodes, you know, 11 and on, um, maybe you'll get catch a more of an original Star Wars fan than prequels or sequels. Definitely not the sequels, but I've, I've since appreciate because I've gone through the Clone Wars and whatnot, uh, appreciate the, um, the prequels way more since we revisited a a few times. And, and then the sequels, you know, I've grown to like, you know, let go of the hate. (laughs) Nice. So, and yeah, it's been great. Um, you know, your screen's driving me nuts. You keep fading in and out. Really? <laughs> yeah. We're not doing anything. I know. It's like you're like sitting there and it's like, whoop, 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 whoop. and I'm like, is he like, are you changing into like a different uh, dimension? You go into like a different multiverse or something? Did it, did it just happen? No. It's maybe very should, like random. Maybe I should not cha- uh, shake the table or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. Unless you're like, have you ever heard of Skinwalker Ranch? Yeah, well, I, I, something just Skinwalker. Is that a show? No, it's it's a thing in uh, it's either Utah or Idaho, one of those states over there. There's like a place that is supposedly like you know wormholeish, where people have claimed to see like aliens or apparitions and stuff. Maybe that's what's going on here. We found another another opening to it. You know what's weird is like something like just going through the internet or something. Skinwalker Ranch something. Because I'm like, oh, that sounds a lot like Skywalker Ranch. Right. I know. It always throws me off when yeah. I see it. There's, there is something on Hulu with ah. Skinwalker Ranch. Dude, start checking that stuff out. It's, it's that, really interesting. Is it, a, is it a reality TV show? That I don't know. I, I think it's more documentary, like uh, ancient aliens type stuff. 
Yeah, dude. I think you're. I think yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. That's why it like you know hit something in the yeah the old brain there. Little rabbit hole go down yeah. it for the Skinwalker stuff, dude. It's crazy. I have a book that uh, I got for Christmas that I started reading, but I haven't gotten back to it. But anyways, um, yeah. What I wanted to say when you were warping was, uh, you mentioned the sequels, and last night, <laughs> last night I was I was in a mood, and I'm like, what do I need to like kind of pull me out of this mood? And I I remembered you mentioning a few weeks, well, got a few episodes back, a few months back, maybe that um, Luke Skywalker and um, the God, my brain's falling out luke skywalker in the last jedi when he shows up it was like a feel-good moment you know yes um and i feel like you had mentioned something like you were watching that when you were kind of having you know some down days or something and i'm like you know what i threw it on right at the part where he's walking out with the hood on and like leia sees him and i watched that whole part and i'm like this is some of the best star wars like musically um film wise the acting like that whole sequence with luke and leia and he winks at 3po then he goes i'm gonna face him about uh ben and he goes out and does the shoulder brush like that whole part is some of the best filmed star wars i've ever seen and i really i was taking like thinking back to tom when he was on talking to us about the last jedi and some of the things we've talked about and some of the things that charlie has mentioned and I'm like, people are going to think there's a different John on this show right now. But I say a lot of things about Ruin John. I mean, Ryan Johnson. But he's, <laughs> I had to do it because it's it's just so, I'm so used to saying it. I don't think he's that bad of a director. No, he's not. He's not like, a bad director at all. Every, every shot in that part, that sequence of the film, you could put as a poster on a wall. I yeah. mean, this dude, he's got a vision. I'm not too crazy about his writing ideas, but he's his not vision a great, is... He's not a great Star Wars writer. Yeah, which he's people have said director. about George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, but yeah, I watched it twice, that, that part, and I'm just like, God, this is so good. And the music, the buildup of him walking out and you just everything's want, just... You just want more? Right? <laughs> more! <laughs> But you only get that little bit, and that's probably like our most, like that little tidbit is probably like the original Star Wars, like the closest thing we've got to an original Star Wars um, feel like of anything. Original trilogy Star Wars. Yeah, original, originally original trilogy Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's it. That's that little tidbit. Mm-hmm. It's so good, though. Like I. Even like thinking and talking about it, I'm I'll probably watch it again tonight. Just that part. It, yeah, it's Luke being Luke, like like Luke as we know him, as we yes. strong, confident Luke, not this like frail old man that's failed that that he thinks he's 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 ruined everything. Right. Um, but like the you know, the guy who's on a mission and he's you know and that's Return of the Jedi, like he's focused, like he's centered, he's good, he's mm-hmm. a Jedi, you know, he's he knows what he's doing. He's you know. Um and um you know what I could I noticed too towards the end of the 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 fight with Kylo Ren is uh his eyes, uh Luke's eyes start looking like they're tearing up. And I think that he's he's struggling at that point to maintain his projection there. Oh. And I, I think that that's what I'm seeing. 
because it can't be like wind blowing in his eyes because he's not really there. Um, but it's like you see like red around the lids, almost like he was crying. But I think yeah. he's just struggling to maintain because, again, we don't necessarily know how far unless we looked at a map, how far crate to uh, Octo, Octu are from each other. But either way, for him to like be able to do what he was doing. It's so powerful. I just, you know, I'll say I'll say it forever more. Like you said, I just yeah. wanted more of that Luke. Um, so anyways, that that article is from the Wired. Is that what it's well, called? Wired uh, dot com. Yeah, I think I sent it to you. So like maybe okay. uh, in the description of the of this podcast, you can kind of put a link to it if people right. want to read the rest of it. Um, I just gave you the first um you know, paragraph, but definitely check out the rest. Um, you know, it goes on to talk about, you know, why, you know, and oh, like why it's okay. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I'll have to check it out when I have a minute. Um, I, I didn't, like I said, before we recorded, I didn't really have a chance to look at it, but I like it. It's, it's different. Um, the fact that, you know, a prequel film is above an OT film is the best is interesting. Uh, right. right. That's what I found interesting as well, too. Like, yeah, it's usually the originals, then, you know, one of the prequels and then one of the sequels. And yeah. Then, yeah. But but yeah, actually, what we had Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones before the Empire Strikes Back. Exactly. And before The Last Jedi, which a lot of, you know, newer. Well, I don't want to say newer fans. A lot of maybe younger fans love and adore that, you know these films were above that one even is impressive so yeah so like i think what i got out of it is there is there a shift is it is there you know what i mean um is uh, who's you know like obviously like maybe our generation is um you know not focusing on it anymore um but maybe the younger generations are like picking this stuff up and this is what they're liking more. And, and I bring this up because I just had a, a conversation with my nephew. He's like 25-ish. Um, he was never into Star Wars, never watched Star Wars, right? And he played uh, the Lego game, the Star Wars game. Uh, Lego Star Wars, the one that just came out, the, the complete yeah, saga. Yeah, the complete saga, yeah. <clears throat> so he, got, he played that, and it inspired him to watch the movies. And since that game has come out, he's watched all the films um minus minus um solo because of various reasons he's watched all the films except solo um and uh and he's watched the prequels mainly the revenge of the sith three times really yeah uh and he's watched that more than anything um he's like 25 20 in that range and his friend he watched one of them, like uh, he he watched it in order, like as because he, he had an opportunity because he didn't watch anything, right? Mm -hmm. He could have watched the originals and the prequels, like like we were talking before. So he started at uh, Phantom Menace and worked his way up, and he kind of knew what was going to happen because he played the video game. But then his friend didn't know what was going to happen and was totally floored that um, Anakin became Vader. No way! Yeah, dude, yeah. that's so cool. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> I so love then, those. Uh, I love those stories because they're so rare. <laughs> it's super rare. Yeah, and he he he, compete, he completely got blindsided that he didn't see that he didn't see the, it coming. 
So that's pretty cool to know that it works, you know, like if you watch it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then it's got to be pretty cool to see him get redeemed in a way, you know, in the, in the next three in the originals. And then, you know, obviously his legacy in the sequels, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Like, because we never really had it. I never really talked to my nephew about, you know, and he's in that age group, right? Where it's like, you know, kids don't really, you know, there's like this kind of gap where Star Wars wasn't really like, um, they were like a little too young or a little already too old for The Force Awakens, you know what I mean? Oh, I so, see. So they didn't really catch these kids, you know, mm-hmm. there wasn't really much going on. Um, maybe the Clone Wars was happening at the time and that wasn't really like super big with, with, with new, new, newer kids, but, um, I don't know. It's kind of cool. Like, you know, insight into that, that, that age group. Yeah, absolutely. So you're thinking Revenge of the Sith is like his top one since he's watched yeah. that the most. Right. Yeah. I like him already. And then, my, and like I said, <laughs> my daughter likes the attack of the clones. Right. Yeah. I love that, dude. I, you know, because for so long, I've only really known most most people I've known have been like OT fans, and they're like, oh, you know, the prequels are all right, and I'm like, no, they're good, you know. And yeah. I'm like, I mean, I'm not their age, like the younger the younger kids. I like to think I am, but you know, I'm a little older than them, and but I'm like, I'm right there with them with the prequels. They're just so they just they do something for me that the originals don't. Um, and it's not a knock on the originals though. That's what got me into star Wars. But, um, I love seeing that though. Like that your daughter loves attack of the clones. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. Like it's such a good film. Like, and that's one that I actually didn't care for a few years back. I'm just like, uh, eh, you know, these other ones are better, but that one's grown on me. It's like the, the lightsaber stuff, and and fighting the droids at the end is really what gets me all excited. It's just that battle on Geonosis. It's so it's just uh, something that we never got to see until then. It was a bunch of lightsaber wielders. Right. Uh and like I recently watched it and I was like, it was completely from start to finish, we had an episode about it. Like it was completely like I was completely in the mm-hmm. entire time. Like all of it. I didn't check out. Like that was awesome. Great. Yeah, it's good stuff. And um, I think, um, you know, I think, oh, and another thing I was going to mention, like maybe, you know, like, you know how people like do memes and mm-hmm. stuff. And there's always like the high ground seems to be like always oh, yeah. you see a high ground meme every mm-hmm. every day, it seems like. And they're yeah. all funny, by the way. I'm not <laughs> knocking. They're hilarious. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. Do you think maybe that has something to do with the whole the uh, Revenge of the Sith being kind of like top movie because they're kind of like, you know, Google searching that movie to get that scene. Uh, you know what it I mean? Is, I mean, it's possible, yeah. Anything's possible. Just seems like, yeah. Um, uh, the, did You did remind me of a tweet that I saw that I, I wanted to ask you. I answered the tweet because I was on there. Um, how do I do that? Hang on. It was about Darth Vader, and I thought it was a good one. Here it is. All right. So someone made a meme. Someone tweeted it. I retweeted it. I answered it. I don't. I didn't say all of us. 
I just said for me, and I, I couldn't speak for you or Charlie, says, which Vader from the Disney era is your favorite? And it shows Rogue One Vader, Jedi Fallen Order Vader, the Kenobi series Vader, Star Wars Rebels Vader. Now, I think they're all great. I think Disney's done a great job, but I I picked the Obi-Wan Kenobi Vader um, just because it, one, I think it's fresh, and two, he was just so dark in that and like a tragic, you could see the tragic Vader in there. Um, but what what do you think? And I know you haven't watched Rebels, so it's kind of a tough one, but... Wait, say that again? Rogue One Vader, Jedi Fallen Order Vader, Kenobi Series Vader, Rebels Vader. Jedi Fallen Order? What? Jedi what? What was it? Oh, that's the video game. So you you never finished that, did you? No. Oh, spoiler alert. Vader's yeah. in it and creepy <laughs> as hell. <laughs> For real? Yeah, he's not in can, a ton, can, but he's can in I, Can I do another Vader video game? Vader Immortal is probably my favorite. Your Vader. version of Vader? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Sorry to not put that, not have that on the list. Nothing wrong but with that. Of all of those, I mean, Rogue One is definitely an awesome Vader only because in that scene, he's definitely, I, I, there's no good in there. Right. You know what I mean? Which is awesome. Which I can't, I, I cannot knock that one at all. Like, I can't find a, a good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can't find any kind of, like, goodness in him in that. Like, he's told completely gone. Um, but in Vader Immortal, dude, like, I'm... Is that Disney era? Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. that's the video game that came out made a couple years ago. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Yeah. So... I mean, I think if Disney's done something right, dude, it's definitely how they're handling Vader. Yeah, for I've sure. Be I've become... I've always been a fan of Anakin, especially, like, Revenge of the Sith and Clone Wars Anakin. Um, but I've always been like, well, you know, Vader's a cool villain, but he's not, he's not Palpatine. He's not, and I mean, he'll never be Palpatine. He's no. way above, but Disney has made me a Vader fan, like to where I want his lightsaber collectible. I want the helmet. I want more Vader toys because he's just, that's what people always saw him as is this dark badass dude and we're seeing that a lot in the kenobi series this that one scene in that little village where he was you know snapping necks and dragging people around and all that and it's like oh my god this is you think vader is like mike tyson mike tyson yeah uh explain a little like like, like power moves and quick battles and in and out and you know what I mean? Just complete BA, wears all black, comes into the ring, dominates, and then leaves. I, mean, I could see that. I think Vader's a little like flashy. The you know, like I don't I don't remember Mike Tyson being too flashy, like uh theatrical type of stuff that Vader does sometimes. Um but yeah, I could see that. I could I could see the comparison. He's just I He's that BA. I mean, God, Mike Tyson's, what, 55 years old, and he's still knocking people out. <laughs> Don't mess with Mike Tyson, man. Right. Uh, speaking of memes, though, there's some really good Mike Tyson memes out there that I always get a kick out of. But I, I, would, I never see those. Okay. Yeah, just don't ever laugh at them if he's around. Oh, right, right. <laughs> um, very cool. So I think we're going to transition over to uh, some listener stuff. Well, yeah, but I think it's still on, you know, on topic, I guess, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, yeah, especially like uh, the Bane and all that. Um, but so we have a, a newer listener, and I don't know if he wants his name shouted out. So I won't give his Twitter handle or anything like that, but his name's Dustin. He's been hitting us up on Twitter, which is kind of fun. You know, it's fun to hear some listener feedback. And yeah, and, uh, he said that he's been listening to us um, while he's working, which. I mean, I do that too with like audiobooks and and podcasts and stuff because keeps. Me I listen. Busy. I listen to us when I'm cutting the grass. Do you? Nice. Yeah, and I can get through like cutting my whole grass um, by the time um, our episode is over, which is pretty cool. You That's know? awesome. Yeah. So I look forward to uh, you know, especially in the summertime now, um, you know, getting the episode out in time for the weekend, so I can cut the grass and listen to stuff that I miss while I was talking to you guys. <laughs> stuff, stuff that you've missed on our own show. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because I don't That's get hilarious. it all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that happens. Um, so yeah, uh, he, like I said, Dustin's been messaging us. Um, I don't know. I, I meant to ask him if he found us on accident, like everybody else seems to. Um, but he was talking about, He's a big Thrawn fan, so we're, we're gonna have to do some Thrawn stuff soon. I think. Uh, oh yeah, I think when Ahsoka comes out. Oh yeah, That'll definitely be that. Yeah, uh, he's one of my favorites as well. Right, Thrawn is is the stuff. So Dustin's catching up on our episodes, which I I mentioned that you know he'll have extra time since we had two weeks off these past couple of weeks. So, um, but he's listened to our newer episodes as well and one of the things he asked was uh what what are some of the star wars books that we've read okay um trying to find the message here to see because he said he's read a ton mostly legends which you know same here uh yeah we didn't know at the time that there were gonna be like legends right we thought we were we were reading like authentic storyline stuff because then they even put they would even put like maps of where this book sits in this in the the timeline yeah the timelines and all that the charts and everything i'm still i will probably always be bitter that they said none of it's canon um we're gonna i'm gonna touch on something about that a little bit later in this episode as far as canon stuff goes um so i'm just gonna kind of i just like setting up the the episode for this week i just wrote down a couple of books off the top of my head that i could remember that i've read recently i've read a lot um the Thrawn, the original thrawn trilogy uh obviously heir to the empire and all that stuff that's like that's the big stuff man that's that's where it all started for me and i think it all started for you as well leto yep yep that's where it all started um like i said i think i might have given you a book or two maybe after i was done Yes. And I actually read the books. I didn't like listen to them on audiobook. Like I had the actual physical book and I went through, you know, like I never did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rare thing nowadays for me to do. Usually it's it's audiobook or no dice. Um Yeah, once once I started it, I couldn't put it down. I could not put it down. And and it took me away and I, and I felt like I was in a Star Wars movie like it was mm-hmm. so good. It was so good. It felt that's the thing is it and we we did a whole episode on Heir to the Empire. Uh Dustin, I think I messaged you which episode that was to check out. Um it was fairly recent, but it felt so much like you just went from a little bit after Return of the Jedi right to this new story. Like it it 
flowed really well. Um, the characters were all written the way that they were in the movies. There was no like, you know, there wasn't like, oh, well, this guy's really different from the from the movies. No, it was Timothy Zahn did a hell of a job writing those characters and stories um, and and introducing new ones in that trilogy. Like, uh, you know, the beloved Mara Jade. You're right. Um, I believe that was Timothy Zahn's creation. He wrote, I think he actually wrote two books about it. And I read one of them that I really liked. And I Googled to look for the book because I don't own it anymore. I had the hard uh, hardcover of it. I don't remember the name of it. And I couldn't find it online, but it was a really good. She was working. Uh, she was working for the emperor in the book. She was still the emperor's hand. And she was like going out with stormtroopers and doing these jobs and stuff. It was it was a heck of a book. So, um, but yeah, then there was the Jedi Academy trilogy. I remember, you know, sitting down and reading through that really fast. Like that was another one I couldn't put down. Um, I really, I, that's, I really want to go back to that. I only read the first one um, where they're on Kessel. Okay. And I couldn't, I couldn't get to the second one. I just, I don't know, but I really could, I couldn't put that one down as well. Kevin J. Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing like the cover of it with the Millennium Falcon all like smashed and everything. And, uh, you know, and correct. I'm like, whoa, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> you know? And then, then, and then that, that fleet and then, then this, and then that other ship to start, was it the star crusher or something like that? Oh yeah, dude. I yeah. I need to revisit it. Sun <laughs> Crusher. I, I don't know. Oh, some... we talked about that. I think. Yeah. I want to say it was Sun Crusher. That sounds really familiar. Right. And then him looking for Jedi, which you think is like the next natural thing for him to do, which he does in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so you knew it was going to go bad from this Jedi Academy um, oh, yeah. book because it goes bad in the books, right? Yeah. So there was only so like, it wasn't a surprise that you know. There was some Jedi that didn't that that turned, you know. Plus, the comic books did the same thing, mm-hmm. you know. All those comic books, the Jedi is always his academy always went bad. Um, so what can you do? Right. Um. um did, have you read Darth Plagueis yet? I started it. Okay, that's right, another yeah. one that I want to go back and reread because I don't remember it. <laughs> um. Anything off the top of your head uh, to kind of, I don't want to like hog all the um, responses. I, yeah, there was the uh, there was a Darth Maul book that I was it uh, Shadow Hunter is that the one uh, that I was, really there were two of them I don't remember. Which it's one where where Darth Maul is before it was before the uh, prequels. Uh, uh, so he was working for like Palpatine and Plagueis, I think, at that point. Pretty much just for Palpatine. Okay, I um, that. and he, it was it took place like under in the underground, and he's like searching for somebody, kind of, and and he fails. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I listen. I, I listened to that one. That was probably like the first um, book that I, you know, when I got into Star Wars again, I listened to. Is that? Did he have to like go to a prison in that one? No, 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 That's no, no. I think you're talking about. The other one, okay. Um, the, the other one without a name because I don't know it. Lockdown, <laughs> is that what it was? That All lockdown, familiar. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so I'll have to check out the one you're talking about then. That's really good. And then um, 
the one about Vader was really good. Dark, oh, Dark, Dark Lord. Dude, that was another one you introduced to me. The Rise of Darth Vader. Right. That was... You actually gave me CDs with that yeah. book on it. And... <laughs> And I remember because, you know, I think there were iPods at that point or maybe even iPhones, but we didn't have all these cool apps right around then. Uh, but I remember I had a disc, like a disc changer in my truck at the time, and I just popped all those in. And while I was working, I listened to it. I, and I just listened to that again this year. That is one of my favorite books. That that one's cool. Like, who who is the Jedi he's searching for in that one? Do you remember? Um, the- the main Jedi in the book was Shrine, Roan Shrine. Okay. And uh, he worked with a Padawan named Oli Starstone. Um, oh, It was a pretty cool girl. And, uh, but yeah, Vader was just like wrecking Jedi. And that was, I kind of want to listen to it again. It's a short, I think it's, it's an abridged book. So it's a short one, but uh, it was a good listen. Yeah. Uh, that was a good one. I remember having good, good thoughts of that one. Um, mm-hmm. Um, the one where they're getting married, Han Solo, um, and and uh, Princess Leia. The new um, one? No, 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 no. The older one. Um. Oh, the courting of. Yeah, the Princess courting Leia. of Princess Leia. I listened to it, but like I didn't pay attention <laughs> to that one too much. You know. I don't remember that. I think I read the actual physical copy of that, and I don't remember it. So it didn't really grip me too much. Um. I've never listened to any of the. I, I I started to listen to Attack of the Clones, but I couldn't. I didn't finish it because, and then I ran out of. Um, I had to give it back to the library, but, oh, I, but it was right. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I listened to a little bit of Allegiance, and I have the book still. Your book, Allegiance. Yeah, the Timothy Zahn one. Is that the Mara Jade book? Um, it's got like three stormtroopers. Storm like, yeah. I think that's the Mara Jade book I was just talking about. That sounds really familiar. Okay. Nice. Now I know the name of it. <laughs> that's Dude, I forgot I gave that to you. Yeah. Did you want that back? No, dude. You've had it for like three dunes. You may as well keep it longer. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, you said that three dunes ago. Um, uh, Outbound Flight, um, I listened to. I thought it was kind of boring, but it was cool to like learn this is a Timothy Zahn one. It was mm-hmm. cool to see the fleet, I guess, that is in the Thrawn trilogy kind of like start out. And it's kind of cool to know that like Obi-Wan and Anakin were on it. You know, oh, they were sp- in that story? Yeah. Really? Yeah, but it was kind of like a boring, like, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, that's why I didn't read it because you told me it was boring. Yeah. Um, isn't uh, Sabaoth in that? Like the not the cloned version of him, but like the real George the real one? Yeah, uh, I don't remember, but probably yeah, pro- yeah, he's in there. Okay, um, check it out. Joris Sabayoth. Yes. Yeah, um, and there's there's so much, and then I don't know, like, and then this new stuff. I listened to one of these aftermath books, the first one. Okay, I've heard mixed reviews about those. It was weird. It's like I didn't, it didn't really have like, okay, how does this tie in? Like I kept like wondering. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't see it how it's part of anything. Okay, but I didn't go too far. Um, because I mean, these take a lot of time to get through, and I don't. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. There's so many like the Lord of the the Game of Thrones really 
took a lot of my time. <sighs> I couldn't do it. I tried. Um, Those books are so long. <laughs> I started Shadow of the Empires. I never finished it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a fun one. I actually have the the audio of that on Audible. Right. Um, and I started listening to it, and I, once again, I couldn't finish it. Um, you can see a common theme here. I, right. Tales of Jabba's Palace, I've, I, I definitely was into that, but I didn't finish it. I just got, you know... <laughs> I never and, and I've had and I had Tales of the Bonnie Hunter and Tales of uh, Mos Eisley, but I never um, cracked them open. Mm. It's just you know it was weird. So do you like? I'm asking because of my own self. When you're reading these books, like I just read the Thrawn trilogy again last year. Do you when you read? Do you remember everything like you do when you watch a movie? Uh, I thought I did. <laughs> yeah, but, I, but no, I no. I don't, dude. Like, even yeah. I'm trying to get through something we're going to talk about a little bit in a little bit is the Darth Bane. Um, I realized halfway through listening to Path of Destruction that it's been since I bought the hardcover that I read that book. I thought I re-listened to it or listened to it before I listened to two and three. But there's nothing I remember about this first book. I'm like, I don't even remember how it ends. I'm like an hour away from the ending. And I'm like, I don't remember this book at all. And like, I start to think, you know, when you watch a Star Wars film and there's still stuff that we don't fully grasp or remember just because you can't everything. But like you watch A New Hope, you're going to remember what happens in it. But you read a book once. If you're not reading the book like every year, how do, how do you keep the the info stored in your brain? <laughs> yeah, I think that's why they like people reread books. I think. Yeah, that's like what I'm doing now. Like yeah. in this in this list I made of of just some of the books I could remember reading, I'm like I want to reread all of these because I don't remember. Uh, well, Dooku Jedi Lost, I kind of remember a lot of that one because I've listened to it twice. Uh, that's another really good one that I don't know if you've checked out yet. Um, no, okay. I started, I started Dark Plagueis I, and I've, I'm really far into, um, that other one with, um, Vasaz Ventress and, um, Oh, Dark Disciple. That's Dark so Disciple. good. Yeah, I know it was, it's, it's good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, the thing is, is just, I don't know, like podcasts and then, you know what I mean? Like we do a podcast and I want to mm-hmm. listen to that. And then, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I put the book down, and then I just don't go back to it, you know? Oh, I know. I hear you. I've actually restarted the Darth Revan book because I want to re-listen to that. I have every intention of listening to Darth Plagueis. I started Darth Bane. I started a new Star Wars book that just came out, Shadow of the Sith, mm-hmm. which I'm still not. I'm only like three or four hours into it, and I'm not sure how I feel about it yet, uh, which is something I wanted to talk about for a minute is... Uh, like Dustin was saying that he's, you know, he seems to be more in line with like the EU slash legends books. And you and I have talked about, well, I've talked more about the high Republic because I've read more of it. And, you know, I might get some flack from some people, but I think that for the most part, so far, at least the non-canon legends slash expanded universe books are way better than the new canon stuff. And it's it's not even anything like I'm not, you know, not one of those people that everyone attacks online that can't get over Luke Skywalker or anything. I just think that these stories were written better 
overall. Whereas these stories today, and I've talked about it, there's a billion characters to try to get to know. And they just, they like overwhelm you with all this stuff and you have to follow it all because it's canon. And it's like, not everything needs to be canon. Do you, would you agree with that? Like you can have some oh, non-canon absolutely. stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it just becomes too much to follow and, and for them to try to tie it all in. I think it, it, star Wars is a really big universe. Don't try to tie it all together. It's no. it's going to, it's going to, it's going to fall apart if they try to do that. So, um, yeah, and here's the thing. It's like um, there's so many different – so much – so many books and so many like, different places you could throw a book. But like um, this new canon stuff, like didn't they make some new canon Thrawn book? Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't – I couldn't – I couldn't listen to it. I couldn't get into it either. Uh, yeah. Our listener Dustin said that uh, – he said that they're really good. Um, and I've heard that from a few other people, but – I might try to revisit the first one and, and try it again at some point, but I don't know. I'm with you. It was it was I, boring, right? Yeah, uh, probably because I'm comparing it to the Era of the Empire Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe they're two different Thrawns, you know, with two different feels to them. I don't know. I don't know either because honestly, like when Thrawn shows up in Rebels, he felt like the Thrawn from the Era of the Empire stuff for, to me. Like I think they they handled that character well making him canon but i don't know i even felt like it was and i feel bad saying it but i feel like part of it was the narrator who is like one of the best freaking narrators ever uh Uh, i feel like he used the thrawn voice too much uh when he wasn't like when he wasn't um playing the Thrawn character in the book. Like if it was, you know, saying chapter 11 or something, he would use the Thrawn voice to use that. And I think maybe it was like an overload of the voice. Um, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll get the, the actual paperback and read it and see if that changes my opinion. But I couldn't, I don't know. It wasn't gripping for me. And, yeah. And, um, and here's the thing. Um, so I'm just looking up real quick at Wikipedia, like the canon books, you know, man, there must be like, I don't know, 50 <laughs> already. I don't know. It must be like, Jesus. yeah, I mean, it's a real quick, like, um, in like a, in a, in a matter of like five or six years. And I'm seeing like dates, like, you know, 2020, like uh, 2015 is probably like the, Right around when it started, isn't it? Yeah, 2015 yeah. to like 2022, right? And then mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, twelve, maybe twenty. Yeah, maybe like thirty to forty books. You know, that's a lot, man. Yeah, in a short amount of time. I mean, <laughs> you think about like how many books there are from the EU over what, like thirty plus years or so. Like, yeah. yeah. And they're not canon, all of them. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Order sixty six, a Republic Commando novel. Didn't you? Didn't you listen to that one? Oh, uh, like the the video game Republic Commando. Yeah, they made a novel. It looks like this non canon. Oh, I don't know if I've actually read that. I'll have to check it out. Um. Right. Yeah, and then um, you Republic. Then the young Jedi Knights. Did you read any of the young um, mm-hmm. Jason and 
Jacia, is that her name? I don't know how you say Oh, her. Jason and Jaina. Jaina, yeah. No, and I feel like I've seen some Jason and Jaina stories. I just don't uh don't remember where they were. I don't know if that was the Jedi Academy books that I'm remembering where they had like little Anakin, you know, Leia and Han's son. Um I don't remember. It's like I said, it's hard to remember that stuff. Now I will say Dark Disciple is a new canon book and that's a heck of a Yeah. That's, a, that's one of the best books I've read. That's uh, a good one. Yep. Dooku, I think, is canon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that one is. Uh I don't know if Darth Plagueis is one that I'm kind of mad about that I didn't know until yesterday, or maybe I knew and forgot, was the Darth Bane trilogy is mm-hmm. not canon. Darth Bane, it, the character, yeah. is canon, but the books are not. Right, right, right. I knew it was it was non-canon, and I still oh, went did. in there. I still liked it, like because this just the story of it and what he did, and like how he was nothing, and he didn't want to be a Sith, mm-hmm. and then he became a Sith, and then he wanted to destroy the Sith from the inside <laughs> out because he's I thought they were corrupt. Right. It's just it's just it was the right move. Yeah, and then and then and then and then starting the order of two, right? The rule of two. The yeah. rule of two, right? Um, like one to like have the power and one to crave it, it was just like a perfect uh, symbiotic relationship because you need them both, right? You need mm-hmm. to, you need to pass on something, but you can't just let them take it. Like they have to, like you know. And then and then Palpatine, you know, does it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know how Palpatine became bad or why he's bad. Maybe that. Do you know why? Like, is there a book? Um, that, no, because I I think even in the Darth Plagueis book, he's already Plagueis's apprentice. So, I think if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. No, and and that'd be kind of an interesting thing to see. I'm kind of hoping that he was always bad, just because we can't have every you know person be good turn bad. And I mean, fortunately, Palpatine was never redeemed to be a good guy. So. Because I think the whole good guy redemption thing is a little stale, but um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that would be something interesting to look into to see if if there is a a before he was a Padawan or a, a Padawan, an apprentice, um, how that went. Yeah, like how did he become? Like why you know, did he? There's something new out about it. I think in the Darth Plagueis book, if I'm remembering correctly. Plagueis met Palpatine. He was a, I don't know if he was a senator at that point or just like a different type of politician. And he started to groom him because uh, Plagueis had his own master. And I, <laughs> I almost said the F word. I can't remember his name at all. Um, so I think maybe there's a little bit of telling as far as that goes. Uh, you heard it here first, I guess, Clone Army. I'm going to read the Darth Plagueis book again real soon. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have it. So, yeah. So, why don't we do that? Plan to it, read yeah. it, discuss it. Yeah, let's discuss that one cuz I have it on I have it on Audible. I do as well, yeah. And I am Yeah, I'm Oh, yeah. I got I can start it. Yeah, cuz I'm, you know, something about the Sith makes good books. You oh, know, yeah. the, the Darth Bane book, I'm like there was some stuff in there. I don't know, man. There's some stuff in there about like how it was some good stuff about kind of like a rebellion and kind of like, you know, taking over and power and how to be in power. I don't know. There's some, you know what I mean? Okay. If, if you're into that kind of like, you know, how to be a tyrant or if you watch that, 
you know, how to be a dictator or whatever. I don't know. Oh, I see. I did I like you touched on about just kind of briefly explaining the story at least of the path of destruction the first book. I thought it was yeah. really cool that he was just like this miner on a I wrote down the name of the planet Apatros, mining cortosis, you know, he's just this miner who had a bad situation in his life. Uh he was bullied and abused right. by his father. Right. And um, he called him a bane like of a his bane existence. of his existence. Yeah. Is right, and that's right. what made him right. I'm like that's so cool. Um, I mean, I mean, what happened to him isn't cool, but just how they no. brought this character from just this this dude that's just working. He's a grunt. Yeah, I don't want to say grunt, but like kind of. He's running the big machine, mining this stuff, and they're doing this for the Republic. The Republic's using the Cortosis for like armor and weapons and all kinds of stuff, and um, and then he ends up killing a Republic soldier, which is what pushes him over to joining the Sith. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It was just such a well-crafted story that it's got a lot of like your typical, almost, uh, um, what's the Joseph Campbell thing? Hero of Thousand Faces or something? Yeah, it almost has like the same steps of a hero, but he's not a hero, but he right. is a hero. I mean, but you think about it, he destroys the Sith. <laughs> but he's a villain, but he becomes an uber villain. But like mm -hmm. he's the hero of this story. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It is. It's very different. Um, Drew Capuchin, Carpuchin, the writer. Carpuchin, yeah, dude. Um, I mean, he's written. Hats off. Yeah, he's written. Uh, he worked on Knights of the Old Republic books. I think the Old Republic MMO, um, Mass Effect. Like this guy. <clears throat> excuse Looks like me. he's got a, a Revan book. He does that. That's the Revan book that I read. Um, it's really good. He's he's written a lot of Star Wars stories. He actually is writing like his own stuff now, which I haven't checked out. But I mean, God, give this dude a movie. Like, I, I kind of like his darkness a little bit. I have to admit, like, oh yeah, his his dark storytelling um, and getting into the nitty gritty and not being like shy about things. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. like actually giving you the the bluntness of of the you know of what it takes to be a Sith, you know, in the Bane story. Yep. Uh and, and not and not not uh sugarcoating it, but like actually, you know, giving it to you. Um in you know, uh, you know what I mean? How ruthless uh, uh how the character has to be. Yeah. And 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 his and you're in his mind and it's pretty awesome. Um so I like it's kind of crazy like he's a bad guy, but like he's kind of one of my favorite characters because of one book I've read. I haven't even read the other two. You haven't two. even read the other two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. They're so good. It's like these books are so movie quality. <laughs> they're just... Absolutely. I would love to see it on big screen. Um, but I just... I, yeah, and he goes like... He doesn't just join the Sith and become a lightsaber wielder and a force user. He's like a soldier. Like a... Yeah. You know, like a stormtrooper, basically, but a Sith trooper. And, and from what I, from what I, um, I remember from the book, it's only been a couple of years since I listened to it. Um, it's definitely like a rated R book. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah. It's not like a, a a kid a book that you you read to your kid that's a Star Wars fan. <laughs> like this <is> for a, <laughs> right. adult adult, you know, um, uh, market. Not mm -hmm. not not for the little kiddies. Yeah, yeah, I could agree with that. Um. Yeah, and uh, he also 
killed his father. Like that's revealed yeah. later in the book. Oh, sorry, spoiler oh. alerts. I guess for anyone that's not read it yet, I wasn't even thinking about that. But the book's been out for a few years, so sorry. But uh, yeah, he doesn't realize until later in the book that what happened to his father when he was younger, he did that with the force, killed him. Like I think he was like saying. I don't remember if it was this part or a different part of the book because, like, we got a lot going on. Uh, but he was like, just die already. Like, repeating that, I think, over and over, something to that effect, and, like, killed his father just by thinking that way. And and uh, and then he does it. The What reminds him of it is he does it again to a, another Sith uh, acolyte or trainee or whatever. Um, so Dude. it's... Yeah, I got to listen to it again because it was such a good book. Do it. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like the good books make me not put them down. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Don't, don't, like, the other books, sorry, you know, there'll be something that'll be like, oh, you know, I want to go listen to something, a podcast or whatever. Like, the Bane book made me not stop. Like, I couldn't stop. Like, everything else had to wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. But not that I'm saying Dark Disciple was bad. It's just it's super long. Um, but like Darth, Darth Bane, yeah, it was like 13 something hours. Like that's oh. a lot. That's a lot of times of cutting the grass. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can I can I interrupt you? For sure. A yeah. Just because it's very rel- relevant to what you're saying. I started Path of Destruction, Darth Bane, on Saturday. Yeah. Today's Monday. Yeah. I have one hour left of the book. Oh, wow. Like, I'm See? popping my earbuds in while I'm doing stuff around the house. Uh, yeah. I'm listening to it at work. You know, when I have the time to do that, I uh, listen to it on the way to the store. See? Like, I have been, yeah, so I'm right there with you. You can't put this you book can't put, down. You can't put it down. No, you can't put no. it down. It's so good. Um, and I don't, and I want to get back to the rule of two. I want to finish this trilogy for sure. You have to. So I'm going to finish yeah. this trilogy. I'm going to do Dark Plagueis because it's kind of like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know for some reason though, this stuff kind of like speaks to me a little bit but to go back to his I think his stories the ones that he's working on for himself are, are they're called Children of Fire yeah that's so just, just you know if, if people are interested in about his his stories mm-hmm. so I, I, I'd like to check one out too just to be like is it just because he's in the Star Wars or is this guy like a cool uh, writer that I you know enjoy his work well, I mean, like I said, he was he was one of the either the main writer or top writer in the Mass Effect series, uh, the trilogy of those. He wrote Mass Effect books. Um, I mean, yes, similar uh, to Star Wars, but uh, I played a couple of games, but I never really read the books. Yeah, I read like two of the books, I think, and then I've played Mass Effect one and two like a billion times, and I think Mass Effect three a couple. So um, nice. I actually just rebought those. I'm going to start up again, but uh, yeah. Um, He's a heck of a writer. So, and and I, I think, oh God, no, I think I was talking to somebody. Um, Timothy Zahn and Drew Carpishan should mm-hmm. write some Star Wars stuff again. Yeah, like for sure, they get it, dude. Right. I'm not. I'm not saying that people don't get it, but they just they capture. I think the sexiness of the Sith. Do, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like. Timothy Zahn is great with the original characters mm-hmm. and creating new, you know, protagonists. And mm-hmm. this guy's great with like capturing the antagonists 
and the Drew Drew is good with the antagonist and the Sith and knowing what that it entails and and going deep into that kind of lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then if they combine together to, to, oh my god, to to, to to write their own side of the books, like it would be so cool. I yeah, I can't disagree at all. That would be amazing. Um, so, I mean, is there anything else about Bane you want to touch on? He does find a holocron of Darth Revan who kind of nudges him further into the history of the Sith, which I thought was great. Yeah. Um, but I like, I guess just to touch on what I think you already mentioned, he sees the flaws in the Sith, the Sith army, the, uh, what do they call the Brotherhood of Darkness at this point, which is a cool name. Uh, I just, I don't know. It reminds me of the Undertaker and Kane in the WWE. I think that might have actually been their tag team name. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> so, but he sees that there's too many of them. Right. There's always infighting. There's greed. They're oversaturated. Yeah, and that's their weakness. Yep. And dude, they also call him the uh, refer to him early on in the story as the Sithari, which is a similar thing to the Chosen One. And what does he do? He freaking destroys the Sith and rebuilds it. And yeah, in in the way like it has complete power, like complete, mm-hmm. you know, like the way he thinks it should have been. Which is weird. Is like he he didn't want to be a part of it. He was like a reluctant, yeah, like uh, participant. Which is a Joseph Campbell thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the reluctant hero, and then and then he reorganizes it in like his image, kind of like in his uh, under his in his perspective on how how things he how he thinks it should be, right? Um, and completely like what's it some sort of like bomb or something that goes off or something? Yeah, and that's what I was trying to say is I don't remember exactly how this book ends because I didn't yeah. get to the ending yet. Yeah, uh, but I think it's yeah it's it's something that like it's a bomb of maybe some mystical situations uh, that goes off and wipes them all out. Right. And the Jedi, the Jedi win. He helps the Jedi win in that process. Right. Which like, how is he not a hero? Right. But no, he's becoming like an even worse villain than all those Sith that died. Yeah. Um, And then I guess in the second part, he's looking for his apprentice. I think he finds her at the end of the first book. Okay. Um, Oh, well, I don't want to spoil too much because you've yeah. never read the second book, right? I've I've gotten to some of it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm actually going to go to my library right now and re-download it. Yeah. So he he finds her in the, at the end of the first book, I think. Um, and then, dude, there's so much. Uh, like, I think I'm probably just going to say hold off on the Darth Plagueis for myself and finish this trilogy. Because <laughs> I'm me? like, yeah, for me, because I'm like already craving the second yeah. book again. So. I'm uh, downloading it right now because it's one of the books that you could get from the library because they're never out. Well, so I can I can always I can I can always get in there and and uh, um and download it. Yep, I know. So here it is. I'm borrowing book two. Nice. And good to go. Um, yeah, I think Darth Bane is a really like I, I think I already said it. He's just a really well created character and um. Oh, and then there was something I, w- I forgot. I wanted to touch on about the uh, the power of the Sith. It's something that Charlie has brought up several times. Uh, there's so many Sith lords, <laughs> Sith Lord, uh, Sith Lord. <laughs> in in this book, in at this timeline, in in there. So with him wiping all of them out, got it. What 
uh, downloading the book I got because I got to get back into it. Oh, so right. Good. So yeah. with him with him wiping out all of those the whole Sith army. Yeah. Now it's just him drinking all of that uh, dark side power. Like, oh, it's how she, you know, Charlie mentions like the battery. Yeah. Of the force. Oh, wow. So that just makes him even more powerful because there's no one else to kind of like siphon off mm-hmm. Sith energy or whatever. Yeah. So. Wow. So it's like it's like almost when Luke was around and there wasn't hardly any Jedi mm-hmm. and he had all the Jedi powers, you know. Right. It's like Bane is kind of like there's literally no other Sith around. So it's like it's it. Like he can be super uber Sith. Yeah. Cool. Um so yeah, uh, <laughs> so that we just kind of chatted a little bit about Darth Bane, Path of Destruction. I apologize if we spoiled anything, but it's just it's such a good book. Uh, There's so much more in there that we didn't touch on. Oh yeah, right, tons more. Um, so I mean, if you haven't read it out there, listeners, definitely give it a whirl. It's it's so worth your time, and it's like I think it's just under a twelve hour listen. Um, I the book is over on a bookshelf far away from me, or I would tell you how many pages is in that. But um, and and, and yeah, and I I watched uh, Darth Bane in this in the Clone Wars when he shows oh, did up. You? Yeah, and I watched so I watched that arc. Um, and I think we should we should talk about that arc on a separate episode. Yeah, that whole that whole four episode arc. I think it's uh, I didn't I don't remember it. Like I must not have watched it or something. I I don't know what, but um, I definitely think we should probably make that a whole episode. Mm-hmm. That's what kind of why I told. I mean, I told you because of Darth Bane being in the one episode, but I also yeah. wanted you to either watch or rewatch those yeah. because it's really. Yeah, it's very impactful to the whole uh, Star Wars story. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. Let's let's make that an episode because that was really 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 good. And I was yeah. like, what that what they talk about that? Like, no, okay, cool. Yeah, awesome. we'll go through that. I think we should go through that episode by episode and dissect it because I was yeah I was like I don't know if this could be just a talking point. This needs to be like an app. Yeah, I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, so. Uh, to stay, what time is it? Yeah, we got a little bit of time, right? Yeah. Already over an hour. Uh, to kind of stay true to the M- Imperial stuff, we got a message from, uh, I was going to call him Clone Farm Boy. Wow. That's your new, <laughs> that's your new name, bro. <laughs> clone Farm Boy. A Rural Clone Farm Boy. <laughs> a Clone Farm Boy. Yeah. Um, I reached out to him through Twitter a few weeks back now uh, just to see if he had any suggestions on something for us to talk about. Um, I kind of wanted to wait for Charlie for this, but but we're really we're kind of on the Imperial side of what he's talking about a little bit. I mean, this is not in the Darth Bane time. This is more A New Hope, but what do you think? The Empire? Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want me to yeah. play the? Do you want me to play his clip? Oh, he 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 made it, he gave us a message. Yeah, yeah. He actually okay. he sent me a message uh, answering yeah. my question. Let's uh, do it. All right, let me get he, this here. Play, roll the clip. Ready? Yeah. Moon Army Radio friends, Miss Charlie Girl, and Lito, and John. It's Earl Farm Boy. 
just got home from Tuesday workday where I sometime I think earlier this afternoon had a little DM chat with John and he sent me a message across asking if there's anything I'd like to pass along to Ewan's to have a chatter about and I thought well I've had something stuck in my head now for quite a while and I've asked some of our other Star Wars pod friends but now I'm gonna put it up to Ewan's three and here's what's what I got this has been stuck in my head for quite a long spell now. And folks like tend to go around giving stormtroopers hard time. I spent some time in Legion as a TK among other posts. How in nearly 30 years in that galaxy far, far away does the Galactic Empire keep an iron grip on that galaxy far, far away with what some folks might call ineffective or incompetent soldiers. How does that happen? Because in my head, that don't happen. It wouldn't be 30, nearly 30 years long. Because there's other Star Wars stories aside from films and shows where we're told very plainly exactly how effective stormtroopers are. Seen it plainly on the Tanner V4. Also did happen on the DS-1 in A New Hope. They were ordered to miss. Hence, the tracking device on the Falcon, the Hickam the Oven. So, that's what I got. And very much looking forward to what UN's 3 come up with. So, until next episode of Clone Army Radio, in our playlist, not just mine. Looking forward to what all UN's 3 got. And till then, my friends, may the force be with each of you. I'll see you on the radio. <laughs> right on. Thank you, RFB. We appreciate it. Um, yeah. Thanks for the lengthy, thoughtful, um, you know, question and, uh, you know, and presentation. That was good. Right. So I guess to start with that, I think it's mostly just the joke of, of the stormtroopers missing their shots at like the protagonists all the time. And I've, I've mentioned a billion times. It's all plot armor, right? Yeah. Like I, I think, oops, I think what he's saying is, is it makes sense that these guys are effective. They're just not effective against the heroes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, because the, heroes. The, the war would have been over before it started if they were terrible. Right. Well, Maybe you know the heroes come across them. I mean, they're they're pretty um, effective on Tatooine, kind of holding it down, being an occupying force. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have to like um, they barely get away. Um, they're there. They're right there. Um, you know what I mean? They're on it. Um, they just the shields. Just, they couldn't get through the shields of the Millennium Falcon or right. whatever, and it got away. Um, and um, maybe the Death Star stormtroopers are like the lesser stormtroopers. <laughs> oh, they're not good enough to go out and, and occupy. <laughs> yeah, and occupy. Like maybe they're just guards, like that are like, you know, the guys that didn't do so great in academy school, and the ones that are really effective are out there, um, taking, you know, are are holding the the ground and holding the empire. I can mm-hmm. only like kind of like relate it to. Um, 
the uh, Roman Empire, I guess. Um, the effective troops go out and expand the borders, and then the, the Home Guard kind of, you know, when does the enemy ever, you know, you know, get to the center of the empire, right? Yeah, probably not. It's gonna implode as from the inside out before right. anybody invades them. But you know, eventually, enemies did invade. Um, Roman Empire, but it took a long time. Mm-hmm. But um, so the good ones, the good generals, the good soldiers, they're out there in the outskirts. And, and that's the thing about legends is they would touch on those great uh, leaders that were out there, right? Like the like Imperials. Thrawn. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like exactly. Thrawn. And, and, and that one from the Jedi Academy, she was good too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I her name. Yep. Yeah. And, um, and maybe the guys that were closer to the leaders, those guys were, you know, and and, and Tarkin was good too, mm-hmm. um, you know. If you want to jump forward a little bit, it was towards the end of the Empire, but so I guess so was Thrawn. Uh, Moff Gideon seems like an effective leader, the the guy in the Mandalorian. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, he's he, got the dark saber, so he must be good. <laughs> right. And, and the, yeah, but the Mandalorian does have those 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 speeder bike guys missing at the, you know. <laughs> I know. I you know, and, and in all honesty, Vegas. it was funny. But at the yeah, same time, funny. I'm like, maybe that's a little on the nose. Like, right. And then and then Obi Wan, they killed. The, uh, they hit some people. They killed Tala. They killed, yeah. Yeah. So, so I think overall they are effective. It's just when they're shooting at Han Solo and Chewie in one of my favorite parts of A New Hope down the corridors of the Death Star and Han runs around the corner, yells, and then runs away and they're all shooting at him. I'm like, how do you miss? I mean, if you're training and I think I've mentioned this before, if you're training and practicing, you're not going to miss. It's yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, but, it's, you know, I just say plot armor is, is the only reason for that stuff, but they do hit a lot of, they hit Leia in Return of the Jedi. They hit Leia they hit um, R2. I know R2's always getting shot, the poor guy. Um, they're, the X-Wings... X-wings. Get blown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, X-Wings get blown up. I mean, those were those those TIE fighters were effective. Those were scary. Yeah, right. They're still scary, those ones in, in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I was I was always in, in a feeling of threat when, when those X-Wings were in there and uh, Vader was in there um, in the trench. Mm-hmm. Um and and I'm always seeing X-wings get blown up and and Tie fighters get blown up and and the Walkers are crushing the Empire and Empire. Oh, uh, ATAs. God. oh my yeah. god! I mean, they are just annihilating the rebels. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if that's a you know, and then the star the the star destroyers are imposing on uh, Rogue One. I mm-hmm. mean, and, I mean, in Rogue One tells you, I mean, they lost. Right, right. <laughs> the rebels lost. That they got the they got the message through barely. You know what I mean, but I mean the empire came came back with bigger weapons and bigger uh, troops and, and and more effective troops. Um, the the dark soldiers kind of came out right. Those those uh, uh, death troopers. Death troopers came yeah, out right. Those guys are ba right and killed all the you know. And it's always a smaller, you know. And then they have the numbers. So I mean the numbers are just mm-hmm. the numbers. I mean, you you know, and I'm geez, um, you play you play Battlefront, you know. Oh yeah. You can you can you can dominate with the Empire. Um, but you also see um like in Solo and in A New Hope, you'll see checkpoints and stuff where the stormtroopers are checking uh you know, commoners or whatever you want to call them, citizens walking in and right. out of towns or subway stations or whatever. They have 
they have complete control over everything. Right. Um, and and also, if you want to even take the look of the stormtroopers, they don't look stupid. You know, you don't look at a stormtrooper and go, Ooh, what are you going to do? No, you're like, oh, God, there's five stormtroopers coming this way. See ya. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> you know? yeah. like, um, so it's a fear. Right. I think that it's just it's it's the running joke about them missing shots, but they're really like and, everything you were just saying. Uh, they're they have control. They have that iron fist. Um, there's nobody stopping them until the rebellion gets strong enough. Yeah, they are a tyrannical force. They are oppressive. They are ever. They're everywhere. They'll get there if fast. They have the numbers. They have the resources. And um, they have the means and the leadership and and control. Like they're, it's you know what I mean. You'll be able to knock out a, a small group of them, sure. But yeah. like, their uh, their people are going to know. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. not they're not disorganized in any way. They communicate. They're organized. They have good leadership. They have good middle management. They have you know what I mean? Yeah. They have they have people. Um, in the uh, in the in the, uh, the minor roles that are effective, um, they wear the caps, whatever. Oh right, and those people are all like gung ho, you know. And um, it seems like the Im- Imperials, uh, like soldiers and officers, right. uh, they're all like, yes, Empire. Like exactly, they, they don't question who they're working for at all. Probably because they get force choked or something, but. Uh, they seem very uh, pro empire, pro empire, which which makes them even more effective. Because if you have those small groups that are like, oh, you know, f the empire, we're gonna, we're not gonna listen to what they're saying. We'll just do our jobs and go home. You know, they'd be less effective that way. So, yeah, everybody's bought in. Everybody's yeah. bought in. That's one mindset throughout the entire army. <gasps> it's huge, you know. And you, you said a word. What, did I say army? No, mindset. Do you think that there's like severe brainwashing by Palpatine? Like, do you think his Sith power like looms over all of them to be bought oh, into the Empire? Like he touches all their minds as part of their training or whatever? I mean, that'd be, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. That's kind that'd of what be. happens with the stormtroopers in The Force Awakens, right? They kidnapped, They were kidnapped as babies and all brainwashed. Yeah. But I mean, and it's then, not mind control, but it's brainwashed. Same freaking thing. <laughs> I mean, that's a great, yeah. And then, and then, and then the officers get a little bit more, you know what I mean? And then the, and then the, uh, the generals and the, and the other guys get, you, 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 here's the thing. Um, it's all kind of like Roman Empire. Anytime you, you're an expanding empire type of thing, I'm sorry to bring up the Nazis, but like, the Nazis, right? This is what mm-hmm. kind of what they're modeled after, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it starts at the top. You got the you got the Empire, you got the Emperor. Sorry, Hitler. Um, sorry to make the comparisons, but look, it's it's, it's around. True. There's no yeah. reason to be sorry. <laughs> it's what they're modeled. Yeah. So, and then you got those you got those base layer of generals, right? That were right under him, and those guys were the guns that are actually doing the work, and like all their subordinates were you know you know uh loyal to them and and it just down the chain like um everybody was just kind of like like in line like they had the same you know what i mean the same 
like you said, the same mindset, the same yeah. thought process, the same goals, the same everything. So, dude, there's like some MK Ultra stuff going on in there. I don't know if you know what that be. is, but yeah, some mind mind control, like uh, yeah. the Manchurian Candidate stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like it's either you know it's either that or it's like Sith power, you know, Palpatine controlling, which could still be the same thing. But I think that that's probably like yeah. That's another comparison to the Hitler Nazis thing because they were all they had to have been brainwashed to do the shit that they were doing, right? They were, they were. That's why there's so many documentaries of like, look, like this is groupthink. You know what I mean? At its worst. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like you can't you can't let this start because it could it could spiral out of control, and the next thing you know, you're you're killing your neighbor because you don't like their religion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like how it's mass media, mass mass control of of thoughts it's you know it's ideas that get out of control and they they take on a life of their own and they can't you can they you know and it's too late before you'd like snap out of it or or whatever you know like like you know finn or whatever did um mm-hmm. or the world you know takes takes hold of like oh it's a small little thing and next, oh, he just took over one country. Oh, he just took over another. It's no big deal. And next thing you know, he owns half of Europe, and there's a war that that we got to fight to get it all back. And like, right, you know, and it, it was a slow, slow thing. Um, just like how in the, in the in the prequels, kind of like it was a slow, you know, Transition. rise, yeah. yeah, to power. But there was, you know, once it was there, I mean, it was like, you know. Boom! It was all go, and then I think the um, uh, the Bad Batch is kind of touching on the Empire, kind of like right in in their super weapons and and and, and their yep. leadership and everything too. We're seeing some people in there that are really effective uh, Empire people, um, you know, colonels, general command. You know, I mean, the lower not not generals, but like the lower guys, mm-hmm. captains and whatnot. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're, and I, that's what I'm saying. Like the empire's a threat. I've always said this. Yeah, the new order is doesn't feel like it has the same first order. Uh, the first order or whatever okay. doesn't yeah, feel like it has the same threat level as no. as the empire. The empire is for real, legit, scary, and in charge. Yeah, the impressive. Um, yeah, yeah. It's. I think you said something to the effect of like. Uh, the the first order is just like a a pretend army. <laughs> yeah, you know they're just pretending that they're the empire, but they're just they're not. They're you see if you see a couple of instances, like I think in the Rise of Skywalker, where they're going door to door on. Uh, um, God, it's not Jabim. That's in Obi Wan. What is it? Uh, Scare? No. No. Um. Oh, the one where, where Babu um, Frick is. Yeah, Babu Frick is. Yeah. Yeah, they're like going door to door, and they have uh, curfews and stuff. But it just, right. yeah, no, it, it, it never felt believable that they were the that they right. were the Empire. And and Hux Hux started out as a decent villain. Is it Hux or Huck? Hux. Hux. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but he got he got kind of campy and corny. Yeah, in the in the second film, and then really bad in the third one. It's like, yeah, you know, you could have had like. A, a Tarkin-like attitude for that guy, and it would have been all right. I don't know. I don't know. Like they, they didn't, they didn't sell that very well. Mm-hmm. And just making bigger, um, like 
you know, bigger super weapons didn't really sell it. Sell it. Um, there's no. you didn't see the the actual oppression or no. or, or empire. Uh, you know, holding of you know um, outposts and and in the you know in in starving the people and you didn't right. see any of that or or taking conscripting uh, soldiers. You didn't see any of that. So it's like it didn't it didn't make it didn't it didn't feel like they were bad guys at all. Um, they, they felt like they said like they were like a joke. They were like mm-hmm. pushovers. Um, but the empire had it right, and then like you know, and then um, the granddaddy of them all, like the um, the space station, the you know, the star, the, you know, Death the star, star Death Star was like you know, the the thing, man. Yeah. I mean, they kept them in line. I mean, I guess it wasn't online to like the last little bit, but I mean, they were building it, and then they built a second one. So, part of a second one. How fast thing, did they get that second one built? Do you think they they had to have already been constructing another one, right? I don't know. Probably, yeah. Always why not? two there are. <laughs> yeah. The rule, the of, rule two. of two. <laughs> the fleet. Right. They have a fleet of star, and then the star destroyers themselves are like planet killers almost. Oh so, yeah. They, you know? they were at, in like some comic books, and then they were supposed to be in the Rise of Skywalker. Actually, they had those Death Star guns. Uh, you, you mentioned the the Star Destroyers, and I just remember that scene in Rogue One where the the rebel rebellion—I guess you could call them rebels at that point—where they're trying to flee uh, yeah. Scarif and Vader's uh, Star Destroyer right. jumps in, and they just boom—all those ships land and explode a, right into it. They got it right. Yeah, that's. That's like, dang, great timing, Anakin. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. So, yeah, so I mean, they just lost a ton of rebels right there. Just yeah, yeah. Um, it's good stuff, though. But I mean, it's a good question, real farm boy. Uh, hopefully, we did a okay job. We probably would have had more answers uh, to it with Charlie. So we'll we'll touch back on that when Charlie's back. And great uh, question. I love talking keep- about the Empire and how effective they were. Oh yeah, I just—I don't know. The Empire, like I said, the Empire and the Sith are like sexy. Like yeah. it's fun to talk about. I get all—I mean, you and Charlie have made jokes about me, you know, having a dark side. So <laughs> I get all excited about that stuff. So well, you can't have good good guys without good bad guys, right? You know, and they have an equal threat level of mm-hmm. bad guys in the Empire and the Sith. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry, the First Order and Final Order do not do that. All right, the Final Order was really. Yeah. Anyways, we've talked our, we've we've beaten that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So we're we're running short on time. Uh, I just want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, sorry we weren't around for a couple weeks, and we're probably going to take next week off unless unless we get through that arc of the Clone Wars and have a minute. Maybe we'll do that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm through it. Yeah. I'm, I, I can oh, you it. are. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll watch it over the week, and and we'll we'll meet up next week. Why not? touch on it real quick yeah but you want to you want to play the contest oh i gotta do that yeah before we go i've been cut already um yeah let me do that so the contest is called clone army radios uh almost nearly impossible clone wars challenge right did i get it right a lot of clone wars in there i know um we have no takers we have a clip we have a lego darth vader helmet and probably a few bucks as well for the uh, prize. Yeah, we're giving money away. Right? We're giving you money. Yeah. We're making we're gonna make it worth your while. Right. So here's the clip. Did I share the screen? Yes. I shared the wrong screen. I shared yours, didn't I? Uh, dang, I look good. 
<laughs> I'll just move this over here and play it. How's that? Yeah. Okay, where, where's that from? Well, I can tell you where it's from. No. Oh, wait. No, you're not asking me. You're asking them. Yeah. Right. Uh, for the first time, for the last time. <laughs> right. Right. So there it is. So so all they got to do is give us the name, uh, the, the, the season, and the episode. Right. That's it? Yeah. And right. they get a Darth Vader helmet? Yeah. And some money. Lego helmet. Lego, Lego helmet. helmet. Yeah. Don't want... You don't want to... Raise right. it up too high, right? Right. Oh, <laughs> or I should say confuse them. But yeah, uh, yeah that's all they got to do. Season, episode, social security number, credit card, and uh, yeah. Yeah. and a car. <laughs> and <laughs> you give us yeah. all that, <laughs> we'll give you the helmet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, that's going to do it, right? Yeah, I'm going to go listen to these books right now. So Do it. I can't. Yeah, I have to do it. Alright, so we will catch you all next time. Thank you for listening, and may the Schwartz be with you. May the Schwartz be witches. Do it. Oh, dude, your your Admiral Piets and stuff, like whatever, you always do like a little something. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Like, like, hello there, Admiral Piet. Yeah, that's why I I did that for all the Kenobi ones. That's so good. (laughs) A Sith Lord. Admiral Piet.